0: Bianca Belova this year won the top Czech literary award, Litera Magnesia, for her novel Jezero, or The Lake, an honour that was soon followed by European Union Prize for Literature. The first stop in our tour of Bianca Belova's Prague is the suburb of Radlice. The writer lived in the area until the age of ten, when the original Radlice village was raised to make way for metro construction.
1: We are now sitting in a park where I spent my childhood with my uh, friends. That would be the, the uh, routine, if you like, and I'd come home from school and uh, drop my bag and then get out with my kids, uh, with my friends and collect conkers and stuff. So this is funny to see the people in the bank canteen here. This bank was built here about ten years ago, I reckon, and it's a, it really is a district which has changed totally.
0: And also beside us here is a church which you said had some significant memorial at it.
1: Yeah, that's a memorial of uh, the people who have died in the bombing of Prague at the end of the war. That was in February 1945 when Prague was bombed by Allied Air Force and Radlice was the part of the city which was hit quite badly.
0: You were saying earlier the generations of your family used to live here.
1: Yes. Well, we're sitting about, I don't know, 200 metres to the right. There used to be a big garden where my grandmother used to work and my grandfather was from here. They've had this house here for ages. This house doesn't exist anymore, just like the rest of the district, because it was basically pulled down for the construction of the underground here.
0: And where were you and your family moved to from here?
1: Well, our family was, uh, with a bit of pushing, uh, moved to uh, one housing estate in Prague for, what I mean to say that we managed to get quite good deal out of it. But a lot of the old residents from here got moved to various housing estates around Prague, and that was something that was pretty pretty devastating to them because they totally lost all their social life and everything they were used to.
0: Is there anything recognizable here from your days living in Radlice?
1: Yes there's a few marks that I would say this chapel of course this is old and they have managed to pull that down that building over there is a institute or, or what do you call it a school for hearing impaired youth and further down there is my old school where I used to go as, as a little girl.
0: Also well, you're telling me that around here there are some wonderful walks and it is quite uh, green well now it's autumn so it's less green but there are a lot of trees around here.
1: Yeah that is true. This area is still uh, you can see there is a big road going to the new uh, development of Prague 5 like Butovice and, and stuff but I think there is a uh, the uh, land here is in some sort of It's somehow protected, so it's not allowed to build on it. So you see a lot of greenery still. And if you walk from here to a hill, which is called Divčíhrad, you get a really breathtaking view over the river, over the city, and the conditions for kiting there are perfect.
0: And do you often come here
1: these days? Say, a few times a year, yes.
0: Also, you were saying earlier there was some kind of outdoor pub here in the past.
1: Yes, there was an outdoor pub, which was called Ushlaizu or, or... and it was like a very traditional place where everybody would gather there would you'd have exhibitions of rabbits and cats there and i would be sent there uh, with a jug to collect beer by my grandfather if he couldn't be bothered to go himself and at this time of year we would collect conkers there and there would be Public toilet outside where everybody would walk into in the hunt for the conquer. So it was really quite, uh, and there was another place which was quite a, a significant center of social life of the of the neighborhood.
0: And at what age were you going for the Jibanek of beer?
1: Uh, that's a good question. Yeah, from the age of say seven,
0: Since you could carry it, basically.
1: Uh, basically, yes.
0: And tell us about when you moved from here to Prague 4, mm-hmm. how was it? Was that like a Panalak area?
1: Uh, yeah, it was a uh, brand new uh, Panalak area, like a uh, housing estate. Yeah.
0: And how was that compared to living in what used to be a village?
1: Well, very different. But I then moved to a different school, which meant I had to travel across town. I meant to say this, there's a swimming pool there. And that was built when I was about six. So I started going there to swim, and I was picked up by some scout who said I should go to a sports school. So I did. I started going to a sports school, and I haven't told this in an interview before. And I was a swimmer for five years, and uh, so I had to go to that uh, school, which was really far away. Uh, So I didn't have time with all this sport. I didn't have time to spend my time outside anyway. So to me it didn't matter very much, but to the old, older people I must say that, that it was quite difficult.
0: And was it possible for the people who left here, the older people, to in any way maintain contact, or did they all just kind of drift apart and couldn't see each other anymore?
1: From what I know, they sometimes they would meet at the <laughs> cemetery up there, <laughs> but a lot of them died really early after moving.
0: You think because of the shock Because of,
1: of the stress, yeah.
0: I was thinking on my way here that the experience of living in a Panalak area of Prague must be really different from living centrally. Is that something you could speak to?
1: Well, definitely. I would do anything to, to prevent moving back to Panelak, sorry to uh, to say that, but living so central as we do, which is basically around Podjebrat, which is very central, means that you are close to everything and you somehow... Uh, establish some sort of social contact with the people in the neighbourhood, and that is so important, and it never seemed to be possible in Siedlištje that I lived in.
0: The next destination on our tour of Bianca Belová's Prague is the Jižiho's Podjebrad area, which she's called home for the best part of two decades, and where she and I are near neighbours. Specifically, we're at the Boho Café Bar and Shop, (laughs) a relatively new addition to the thriving district.
1: It's uh, my favorite bar. It's uh, literally next door to my house. And also the service is very friendly, or the staff are very friendly in a way that I imagine them to be and not in the traditional Czech uh, hospitality sense.
0: It's quite new here, right?
1: That's about half a year old, yeah.
0: What do you think of the fact that they also have a shop here selling coats, clothes, books, sunglasses? I find it a bit odd, I must say.
1: I find it really cool. It's like uh, it's an expression of their attitude, so it's perfectly fine with me.
0: But do people actually buy stuff here, or is it more for display? Do you think?
1: I find most of it quite bizarre, but I don't know. Uh, there is like, what do you call it? A male clutch. I don't know what the proper name for it is. The '70s, so we can get one of them here, which is to me is a fashion designer night, designer's nightmare. But there you go, fashion's back.
0: Does it ever occur to you, and it occurs to me sometimes, that one of these kind of hipster places are a little bit too similar? They have the same elements like the chalkboard, the exposed wall?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't normally visit them very much, but this is like my favorite local place to hang out, so it's fine. I, I know the owner who's a really nice person.
0: For you, in general, what makes a good cafe or cafe bar?
1: Good service. Good atmosphere and good coffee, which is a bit of a problem. I find it really quite irritating when you come to these hipster bars and all the coffee you get is really sour. It's got really high acidity and I don't know why why it comes from because you don't get it anywhere else. You don't get it in Italy, you don't get it in Spain or France.
0: Apart from this place, what cafes or bars do you like in Prague? In the neighbourhood. Or anywhere?
1: Anywhere. I like Kofen, which is not far from here. They make a really nice tapas, and you can eat well there. And Sancho is also my favorite, which is an enterprise of Paul Day, the English cook or chef, and various places, really.
0: Just around the corner from Boho is Yeshihos Podiabrat Square, transformed in recent years into the very lively hub of the area where the districts of Vinoradi and Shishkov meet. The square, which is filled with market stalls several times a week, really is the heart of the increasingly fashionable quarter, says Bianca Belova.
1: I think it's pretty central to the entire neighbourhood here, as you have like such landmarks here, like the Pletchnik's Church of, uh, how do you say it in English, the holiest heart of our Lord. And you have the farmer's market here, which uh, creates a lot of gathering of people, and You probably experienced it on a Saturday morning where you can't really walk through very much and you have the cafes around it and you have outdoor area where you can sit and read or whatever you can sit on the grass if you if you have the courage you have a lot of the local homeless here homeless people it's good
0: I'm almost struggling to remember what it was like here before the farmers market I guess they were all along the side of the street, or this side of the square, there are now small businesses. I guess there were nothing. almost nothing.
1: Yeah, there was nothing from what I can remember, yeah. There was a, a shop where there's bakery now. Uh, they, they used to sell some parts for heatings or something. I, know I you bought
0: have- heaters in that place. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and now you have two, uh, two really good bakeries here to choose from, and cafes and and uh, juice place or whatever.
0: Do you ever feel that the gentrification is getting a bit kind of out of hand? When I saw a donut shop, I thought, maybe they're going a little bit too far.
1: Yeah, yes, I I share your feelings.
0: And also, it seems to have accelerated, I don't know why, in the last, even the last year, the number of new places is picking up even more.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's quite surprising to see that they're always full. There's always enough people to, they always find enough customers to attract, even despite uh, the really high prices.
0: Also here they have occasional festivals like the wine festival and so on. Is that something you go in for?
1: No, actually when there's a wine festival I try to uh, leave the city.
0: (laughs) Tell us more. That sounds wise (laughs) but please tell us more anyway.
1: Yeah, it's very noisy. The streets are full of drunks dropping uh, glasses with uh, young wine and getting very drunk.
0: When you come to the farmer's market, is there anything in particular that you're looking out for?
1: Uh, I always go for meat. I always go for vegetables and it's really good, I know all the suppliers, all the the butchers by name and they always give me the best meat available and they give me the best discount so I feel like I'm treated well.
0: One thing that I think the farmer's market has done has made a kind of centre for the area. So now it feels more like a community than it did a few years ago. Would you agree with that? Totally, yeah. In part, I think it's because I've been living here for so long, but I think a big part of it is this concentration of people every Saturday morning.
1: That's exactly what I told the original organisers, the Sadlachkovi uh, uh, couple. When it started, like, probably four four years into it, I said, you've done so much for the neighbourhood and for the social life here. And it actually made her cry.
0: I know you have three kids. Is there a lot of stuff for kids to do in this area?
1: I think there's, uh, there's parks. There's Rígrák, Park, and they can hang out there on the playground. And there's a really big uh, facility under it in the Rajskázahrada, where they have a football pitch. And what's really nice about it that kids gather there from the entire neighborhood, and regardless of age and, and back, uh, any background, social background, they just play together. Whoever comes, plays.
0: You know that park's interesting because I think many people don't know about it. It's kind of slightly hidden. The second park you mentioned.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, I mean, but but kids from the neighborhood certainly do.
0: If I put a gun to your head and said you had to leave this part of the city and move to another area of Prague. Where would it be?
1: I don't know. I wouldn't want to move. It's a big gun. (laughs) But it's Capoeira, you know. Um, I couldn't tell you. Probably Radlice. I really like it there.
0: Bianca over there, enjoying the company of Ian Willoughby in my Prague.